23. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another edition, uh, our last of 22 for the Men's Mental Health Show. It's been a wonderful year, and we thank you for your support and tuning in throughout the year through uh, both 89.1 RBM FM and also too through the podcast platforms. Um, we've, we, we, of course, are uh, brought to you by Mounties Group, Dale Hunt, and of course, all manufacturing uh, personnel, uh, recruitment and labour hire company for the manufacturing industry. And of course, we'll put all those details up on the uh, socials. Uh, we also pay our respect to past, present and emerging elders. And we are upon both Gadig- uh, Gadigal, Darug and uh, Gundungurra lands. And uh, whilst we, we are paying our respect, um, you know, we've got a, a former a police officer joining us this morning. Uh, but it's a very, very sad day uh, for the Queensland police and um, the, the police fraternity throughout Australia. Um, with the uh, passing of a couple of office, officers uh, in William B- Biller, William Biller, I believe, uh, two shot and killed, and and uh, a few others injured and shot as well. Uh, so, a yeah, very very sad day, and of course, you know, it's um, it's uh, you know, it's kudos to to all those in the police force and um, our first responders who uh, put their lives on the line every day. But they certainly um, don't go to work expecting to come upon what happened up there uh, yesterday so yeah we pay our uh, send our deepest thoughts and prayers uh, of course I'm joined every week uh, by my good mate and uh, co-host uh, psychotherapist Bodie Marsden Bodster I believe we have a birthday coming up for you this weekend yeah, is that right yep yeah, yep yeah, yeah. on Saturday uh, 73 so uh, 73 73 yeah yeah yeah. Um, and uh, it's fair to say you're going backwards though in age let's be honest well, I mean most blokes your age yes 73 is the new 63. Ah, ah, This guy's, he's more preserved than an Australian white wine. Embarbing fluid does that. (laughs) Embarbing. Yes, I've been swallowing fluid ever since (laughs) I can remember. Um, But, but, you know, I was was having a chuckle to myself on the way up Mm. about um, people and their opinions. And I was formulating this idea that an opinion is... uh, an unconscious act of acknowledging um, that you don't know what you don't know. Ah, okay. okay. I like that. I actually find that an opinion is... is, is, is you like that, Tony? <laughs> I look very good, mate. That's why I'm, I'm holding back. <laughs> I, what I like about that is that I, I think an opinion is something you're entitled to, no matter how wrong you are. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, well, that, well that's, a, that, that's interesting too, isn't it? All variations on theme. Yeah. Yeah, there was another one. It was like opinions are like a-holes. Everybody's got one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I I think, uh, you know, when you have an opinion, if you present it properly, (laughs) you know, it's worth listening to. But if you're just going to do an opinion based on facts that are probably unknown or unsubscribed or, uh, you you know, I I think then then you've got issues. But if if you've got the facts there and then you present the facts with that opinion... That's probably the way to go. Yeah, actually, sorry, Tony. Anthony Loxley, Tony <laughs> Loxley is with us uh, as our guest today. Loxo. Uh, former yeah. Loxo, yeah. former uh, uh, police officer and now illustrator. Um, uh, sorry, um, publisher. Publisher, yeah. I beg your pardon. Now, we know that through Christian Mortensen, and I think we share a mutual uh, uh, connection there. Chris, Christian's uh, now. I don't know if he's flying today. He might be in the paramedic seat today, or flying in the clear blue sky. But uh, oh, he'll be tuning in, listening to this. Oh, I'm he sure. would be. He yeah. would, and I couldn't he couldn't get a better man, mate. As an illustrator, he is just wonderful, and the work wow. he, the work he's done 
for our upcoming great war in landscapes and images. It's yeah. just breathtaking. Yeah. You know, he's, he's a real champion and... Uh, and, and his wife is very talented too. Like April? The, oh, yeah, the work she does I is didn't incredible. know that because, yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. Collectively, they're quite a, quite a, a couple. They're like know, a that, super couple. Like they're, a, they're a super couple. <laughs> they're, they're the Blue Mountains, a super couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, let's say uh, Upper Katoomba. Upper Katoomba. Upper Katoomba. Actually, let's get back to that because on, on opinions, um, we're sort of flying by the seat of our pants today as the last show we, as yeah. we sort of wind down coming into Christmas and thought we'd talk about a few things that we touched on last week in regards to sharpening up our tools uh, for our own mental health hygiene. But I, I want to put a question to you guys, and that is that I know COVID's been a, a pretty big you know, talk of the town for the last two years, but have you found personally, each of you, that people have all you've seen more opinionated now than perhaps what we were before? And I think people are probably a bit more informed now, aren't they? I, I think, you know, mm-hmm. uh, for what was once doom and gloom and, you know, uh, head for the hills. Yeah. It seems to be quite liberated now. Like mm. we've, now you can wear a mask or you don't have to. Yeah. Whereas just okay. only a few okay. months ago, <laughs> it was batting down the hatches, look out. Well, well, I couldn't make sense of that because there is three times as many people dying weekly from COVID now. Yeah. There is just over three times as many people weekly contracting the illness. And I know that, you know, obviously it's, we can't shut things down again, but, you know, I, I, I was at the hospital the other day visiting a friend of mine and, and I've seen it busier, um, you know. Um, I guess it's, it's all precaution and, um, you know, there's also the argument of the amount of lives we, we did save through those lockdown periods. Absolutely. Yeah. But at, at some cost as well. Um, you know, this is, make no mistake, this is, the, the towns have shut down, you know, towns like Gunnedah, Coonabarabran, the country towns, and that have really felt the largest impact on this, and it's impacted everybody's mental health in some way, shape or form. Well, you only have to look at the amount of shops that have closed. Yeah. Mm. What do you reckon, mm. mate? Sure, sure. The amount of shops that have closed. My two daughters have suffered because of the lockdowns. Mm. Okay. Um, you know, I, I hope they never have to go through it again. And we weren't even in wartime. Mm. Um, I think that lockdowns were as draconian as anything you would get during mm. the war. Mm-hmm-hmm. You know, you, you, you couldn't, you, you had immense blackouts in World War Two in London where you mm. couldn't go outside at any time of day, you know, and uh, this is what happened here. But look, yeah, we, we did have the momentary, yeah. momentary experience of rationing, didn't we? Is, we did. Is, uh, toilet yeah. paper, you know what I mean? Or in that classic scene of... Uh, People uh, fighting yeah. over rolls of toilet paper in the supermarkets. Yeah. Um, you know, and other of, items, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, the, and still, and that's that. still being impacted now from yes. floods and, and of course, you know, the, the flow yeah. on or the domino effect of, of the follow-on from, from COVID. It's really impacted um, us as people, hasn't it? And I think it's, it's all formed us. It's all, it's, it's really helped us to form an opinion. Um, each. Look, look, I don't think we're out of the woods yet about this COVID. I think there are other viruses uh, that that uh, that will show up and that will have a a, um, a virulence uh, factor mm. far greater than than what COVID um, initially sort of kind of was of major concern. Mm. There's no doubt that Australia's um, um, performance, uh, being on the conservative side of shutdown and all that sort of stuff, has meant um, uh, that our death rate has been relatively yeah. low 
you know, per million, if, if you like. Yeah, yeah. leading um, the way. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, the, there's that idea that um, um, when you've done some preparation, um, this is what Fauci's saying, um, we've done some preparation and we can build upon that. So if you are hit by another uh, virus um, that is actually virulent, um, you know, we have some practices in place. Yeah. We have some understanding. Now, the, there's probably going to be, unless the virulence... If the virulence is, uh, is not at a major level, it's obviously people dying around you in the street, um, we're going to have an increased um, personal struggle about compliance. Yeah, so we'll see lots and lots of people um, who will be opposing the restrictions imposed. I think that, I think that's that's where we've got more opinion floating around. Yeah, yeah? We saw 33,500 fines drop last week. You know, yeah. um, that came out from that. And, and can I say uh, just one thing? Um, while we were talking about the police officers lost, yeah. mm -hmm. the the effect on police officers during the COVID mm. epidemic mm. was all consuming as well. Now, they were they were issuing fines they probably didn't want to have to issue. They're under they're under orders. Aren't they're they? under orders, yeah. and and you know. Um, outside of any other law that they are totally, otherwise known to do. You totally know? alien to what they were ever mm. trained for. Mm. And all of a sudden, they are issuing fines to people just trying to enjoy their freedom. Mm. So it was quite a paradox, really, wasn't mm. it? Because mm. at the end of the day, when I was a police officer, I wouldn't even consider doing a fine like that. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I struggled to, to do a fine with someone on the phone. If they had a clean record, I'd give them a warning. Yeah, right. Or if they're a few miles an hour over the speed limit, I'd mm. give them a warning. Yeah, um, yeah. That's why I don't like speed cameras, you know, yeah. because they they don't give you that opportunity to explain yourself. They just say, right, you're fine. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. But I found that a lot of police struggle and a lot of police left the police force because right, okay. yeah, that because was of that, that was a yeah. I read an article on that yeah. as well um, yeah. online the other day about that with the yeah. and they're talking about that now, of course, with the officers coming through about being paid during their training, yeah, um, like they do in Queensland and Adelaide, I think, but. Yeah, or South Australia. Well, I, I was paid during my training. So I, I, my training started in 2000, 2001. Um, of course, I left in 20, January 2020. And uh, um, what, you know, we, we were given a small fee, yeah. I would say, to get us, uh, you know, enough to give us uh, bread and milk. Right. And then we had a eighteen twenty thousand $20,000 hex debt. Yeah, of course. After we got out. That's yeah. why, okay. And that's why we're putting our lives on the line. Yeah. We're still paying a, a hex debt. That also created a lot of mental health issues yeah. too because yeah. you were... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you were fighting, fighting the machine, you know, mm. and Mark uh, Greenhill was assistant to the police minister at the time and I wrote to them several times saying, you guys have got to stop this. You've got mm. to stop charging police to be police, um, you know, because at the end of the day, they're, we're putting our lives on the line as soon as we step off that parade ground. Uh, yeah. So yeah. why should we have to pay for an education that's only learnt, mm. really, for mm. most intents and purposes, mm. on the field? Mm -hmm. You know, you do your basic law, you do your <coughs> weapons training yeah, yeah, and things yeah. like that. But what you really learn is from experience on, on, on the, on the, the field. Yeah. yeah. If just about, I couldn't even remember any of my teachers at the academy. And I was mm. an older police officer, like I was 35 when I joined. Yeah. Right. I couldn't even remember them. But all I, do, I tell you what we talked about: how the hell are we going to pay the hex debt? <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, well, you know, and it's the same now. The hex debt, I imagine, it's even higher because yeah. it's far more intensive. The yeah. uh, um, 
the, the course that you do to become a police officer. It's done through a university, isn't it? Really? Well, yeah, and, and really, I, in my personal opinion, I find it completely unnecessary. Yeah. You want experienced people with life experience to join the police. Yeah. It's yeah. good to have university students walk straight out of uni or straight out of well, school. Well, it's so but more diverse, though, the police force today. You've well, got is. fraud, you've got all these different... And you've got to learn it. Frauds and things like that you learn on the job. Right. Right. Um, really, again, you're just doing the very, very basics to get you yeah, through. Yeah. And on, when I was going through, uh, it was good training. It was good training. <coughs> and we were probably the last to, to learn things that the students today would never get the opportunity to. Mm, mm. Um, so, yeah, it was very interesting. But just going back to yeah. the COVID thing, which I think is a really pertinent uh, mm. issue uh, for this year, yeah. this year, I saw a, a degradation of society more than I've ever seen in my lifetime in just 12 months. I saw our whole way of living completely change and we weren't even, as I mentioned once before, we weren't under attack by a foreign force. (laughs) We were maybe a foreign force as a virus. But, you know, we we weren't battening down the hatches and suffering bombing raids or anything like that. Yet our streets were cleansed of human beings. And and I think people really... We became divided too, didn't we? yeah, but I think people were really, really stressed. And I and I think that will come out more and more as the years go on. I don't think we've really seen the effect of what COVID's done it's for us. It's a really health. interesting point. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, and our mate, he, he would know better because he deals with the people that yeah. are suffering. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think we're going to really see the effect. Yeah. And just shop closures alone. Yeah. Yeah, and the debts and everything that comes oh, upon that. Yeah. You know. I mean, and the other thing that we've got is long COVID. There's a, um, increasingly people showing up with long COVID in all sorts of manifestations. Um, and you, you were talking a year down the track and they're still carrying um, either shortness of breath. Or, yeah. um, I've even had a number of men say that um, their libido has actually um, gone west yeah. uh, due to a COVID il- uh, illness. You know what I mean? Uh, so... That the effect is really interesting, um, and there's long-term deleterious, um, mm. uh, um, I, I guess, more um, that those people who have had have been attacked in that long-term COVID way mm. are more susceptible to further infections down the track, um, and so they will become uh, immunocompromised nice. as a result yeah. of the infection. So for yeah. a lot of us, you could say 80%. Um, the symptoms were mild yes. um, and have yes. largely sort of moved on. Um, and uh, 20% of the population mm. may well have some immunocompromising yeah. uh, compromised yeah. symptomatology. Which is a lot, isn't it? That, uh, 12 well, and a half million people have yeah, had yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a great it, point, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and I think that um, there is more challenges to come for, at, at a physical level. The other, the other long-term sort of challenge uh, that we're talking about also is... Um, the reality of death um, and does that for some people that increases uh, anxiety about their mortality for others they say bring it on let's pour into life mm-hmm. you know what I mean it, it, it's limited so let's love it let's let's get really mm. uh, engaged if you like but there's the long-term legacy of people who are a bit frightened now uh, of taking risks or showing up in the world at some level because they've been reminded of their mortality. Mm. And we're not really having a conversation about these really no. interesting sort of kind of phenomena. Um, you know, I was even listening to the cop that was talking um, about survivor guilt, you know, those people that crawled out of that fight um, in Chinchilla, um, uh, you know, that they, 
not only will they struggle with mortality, but the, the ha- the how come I survived? You know what I mean? So survivor guilt. Mm-hmm. So it's, at some level, um, yeah. uh, I think uh, um, COVID woke us up to um, uh, the challenges of living and there's no expectation of anything. If we think about entitlement or certainties, it sort of kind of said, hang on a minute, um, when it comes to nature and illness, there is no certainties. Yeah. Uh, so how do we live with that? You know what I mean? That's, um, and I think that's an, ad- an adjustment um, at a psychological level um, where we've been protected from, for a long time, from difficulties, um, and we're unprepared for it. So we've had, yeah. we've had to, in, in a sense, not only metabolize the illness, mm. but metabolize the reminder of, in, of yeah. uh, uncertainty and, um, and uh, we don't live forever. Yeah. I love that, that word you use throughout that is the adjustment, you know, because uh, it's it, it, exactly what it was, wasn't it? It was a huge, huge adjustment yeah. in so many ways. And, you know, kids are still talking about um, missing out on those, of going to school and hanging out with friends and that yeah. sort of stuff, the social dimension. Yeah. Um, and, that, and then we, we're, everything's online now, so yeah. uh, people aren't face-to-face to the extent that they were. Yeah. And we've got this inbuilt caution about face-to-face. Uh, mm. you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I would move that far away from you, mate. I'm coming closer to you. <laughs> I've already had it. I'm not going to get it again. <laughs> I, Tell that to Anthony Albanese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what he says is absolutely right. What I found yeah. is, hey, what, yeah, recently yeah, I had really the well said. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and I subscribed to everything you said. I had uh, a terrible fever uh, probably three months ago. Yeah, it just hit me like a thunderclap. Yeah, I was in bed for three days, shaking. I was hot, then I was cold. Mm. Uh, it was the worst fever I've ever had in my life. Yet I didn't have COVID, and I had the I had all the tests and everything like that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I. You know, only recently I had another test and didn't have COVID. Yeah, yeah. But what I found was, I thought, okay, this is getting so bad. I said to my son, because he was actually having to look after me, I was that crook. Wow. I said, mate, I might have to go up to the hospital. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I hope I don't have COVID, because yeah. if I do, this is this is worse than anything I've, that's not been around before, yeah. because mm-hmm. I, I was so mm-hmm. sick. But mm-hmm. I got over it in, in like, I had the, like three bad days, and then... In one hour, coming into the fourth, I woke up and I felt fantastic. But I had this lingering cough. Did he, okay, yeah, so yeah, stuck around. Yeah. Well, because you know that and no energy yeah. whatsoever. It was just dreadful. Well, they're saying that the um, uh, rat tests are only you know twenty five percent effective in the current climate of where COVID's mutation is yeah. at. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and now as of first of January. You can't get a PCR unless you get a referral That's right. from yeah. your GP. Yeah. So you can imagine that. You've got to go to your GP or ring your GP. You're just making it tougher, isn't it? You I, know? Th- I think the chemists are going to get on, th- on this one. And I hope so. Oh, right. Yeah. And, and they'll pl- employ nurses uh, and, okay. already, and, and they'll start to actually... Uh, um, uh, because there is a shortage of uh, GPLs and that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, and, uh, I think it makes yeah. sense for chemists uh, to be able to have, provide a frontline sort of support and sign off on that sort of stuff you yeah. know, to get a PCR. Yeah. I, I think the the only the people I got frustrated with is probably most Australians did with the politicians, because not one of them was on an even keel. Not one of them. They they were only receiving their information secondhand, which was from another medical. Uh, say mm. one 
one politician who was maybe the health minister was receiving information from someone. Oh, you just have to look at the Ruby Princess. The well, debacle. Yeah, yeah, look, and, and so everything was secondhand information mm. to them. Mm. But you see, they never suffered like we did. Mm. And, and I, you know, I, they were still on, like politicians are on enormous money. Yeah. We're the, the best paid politicians in the world. Yet we only got 27 million people. Oh, I can't work it out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they were well protected. Yeah. But the communities mm. weren't. We paid a terrible cost mm. Mm. Um, for for COVID, and whilst it was in the, our best interests, obviously for the most part, I, I don't think they'll ever weigh up the damage that's been no. done. And and the way it was actually handled, I think was, you know, I think you either lock it down, yeah, get it over and done with. So, here's a good question: <clears throat> Do we just accept? What's happened? Like so many things in our lives that happened, you know, like a, in my case, a divorce eight years ago, which I put to bed maybe three or four years ago. So I, you know, fought it for a long time, and 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 uh, and just be bygones with it all. And and or do we, like we do so many times here in Australia, do we do inquiries and and go into this and start blaming, pointing the finger as this? Because is that going to do anything? Is it? It's only going to really cost us. Too late. T- t- it, I think so, isn't too it? Late. You know, yeah, it's too late. Mate. To, to, to hold an inquiry? Look, well, to, look, put, to, well, to, to point what the, the finger. Terms of reference are, you know, if we're trying to look for a scapegoat, um, yeah. you know, I think that's a waste of time. Yeah. But if we're looking at, at um, what lessons can we learn <laughs> yeah. um, from, um, from from the experience and, and how, can forward, we, yeah. how can we uh, think about uh, long-term COVID um, or that event um, and sort of lessen its long-term effects on those who are still carrying some some mm. uh, some psychological mm. sort of kind of... Kind of symptoms as, uh, in regards to that I mean I, and I think that there is stuff that's going to linger for uh, uh, for, for a time Absolutely. I think this is a this, this is a, a big event for the, the young generation particularly um, older generations would say there's nothing mm. but for the younger generation it's the defining experience it, it, isn't it right. having yeah. COVID yeah. And, it, and, it, and it had some effects on them and they will talk about it for uh, forever yeah. Yeah. Um, what was your experience during COVID and you know oh, yeah. having to stay at home no doubt be put in the curriculum for schools like we did with <laughs> Vietnam War and all the you know, World War One, World War Two, absolutely, Korea. Yeah. yeah so, point, but, but what's interesting is the, is the increasing number of respiratory illnesses, which is challenging our ability to um, uh, naturally uh, move and play and run in this world, um, and, I, and and that worries me. You know, um, the breath. Um, once we become vulnerable to those sorts of illnesses because of a whole variety of factors, including pollutions and smog levels um, and um, nature changes and um, even kids who are asthma, asthma sufferers, you know, a thunderstorm comes along and that's now an object of concern yeah. because it can trigger severe um, asthma event. Mm. So respiratory illnesses, um, yeah, I think we've got a bit of a thing, a thing ahead of us to, to, to deal with this. Mm. Um, and I think we have to become very mindful of our breath and that and the... And the spaces and place a high value on, on yeah. um, oxygen point. levels and all, and all that yeah. sort of stuff and well-being. Yeah. And um, there's, there's some really interesting uh, theory coming out of Ian McGilchrist's book called The Matter with Things. And he's, he says that the, cere- the, cere- the cerebellum has about 80% of the neuronal densities um, uh, within the brain. Um, and the cerebellum is part, part of the old brain, mm. but it's to do with um, movement, motion, mm. and it's to do with um, cognition. Mm. 
um, and perception that comes out of movement and cognition. Um, and um, people who don't move anymore, but you've got to be able to breathe to yeah. be able to move. But people yeah. who don't move anymore yeah. are, are, are um, becoming compromised in their in their well-being over the long term, Absolutely. in terms of brain health. Yeah. So that if, yeah. this is really interesting stuff. It is. So what what they're saying is movement. Um, if if we keep sitting down, um, and movement becomes um, a, a, a forgotten aspect of our existing, our right. experiencing in right. the world, yeah. we're going to pay a big price for that. Yeah. Well, you know, I was just saying yesterday to a friend of mine, talking about obesity, you know, the average yeah, age yeah. for yeah. somebody's 44 years of age with yeah, obesity, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. Um, yeah. but it is, it's a, yeah, it's a terrific point. See, so, so if you see babies, um, what, um, and, they, and they get into that rocking on their bum and then they uh, yeah, yeah, fall yeah, over yeah, and yeah, start yeah. Uh, lifting yeah. them up of themselves and then suddenly you get a crawl action going, what are they doing? Yeah. They're experiencing and looking at the environment and the pulling books down and all sorts of things. Yeah. Movement is an integral yeah. to a baby, um, even acquiring language is an mm. argument that language comes out of movement. It's part of their development. Mm. Though, yeah, yes. Yeah. And then, and of course, some yeah. of us, uh, us adults uh, give up on movement, you know what I mean? We yeah. uh, can barely walk anymore. And I'm going, wow. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, in Western developed societies, yeah. we. we yeah. <laughs> We have lost our sort of, a bit, you know, basic functions. So And, ma- and I experienced that myself. But back in 2018, 19, right, I, that's, I, I came out of a coma in January 2014. I was 68, 69 kilos. Um, and after being in there for six weeks, I came out. So back to a weight within probably a month of maybe another seven or eight kilos. But then I went through a stage of real deep, Depression and, and the, a, a serious lack of mm. motivation mm. until I got Monster, my, my dog. But at that stage, I got myself up to 114 kilos. Okay, wow. So, so, wow. That, so between, I, I reckon maybe 2017, 2018, yeah, yeah, I yeah, put yeah. on so much weight that I, I got, but, and you're right, I, I stopped moving, I stopped walking, I stopped yeah. motivation, yeah, yeah. sat down with the iPad, I watched bloody TV all day, I lost everything, and, yeah. and I was losing my mind after, yeah. uh, after all. I, fortunately, I you know, started walking a lot, I've just started putting on the weight again now, but um, you, you make a very good point yet again, Boats. Yeah, you know, yeah. no, good on Munster, Munster too, good on you, Munster. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, just right. had a haircut well, too. Yeah. Well, Boats, Look what happened last year, April, I had cancer yeah. in my arm and I had a one kilo, um, you know, cancerous tumour removed wow. from my arm. It's a hell of a scar too, yeah. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a shark bite and yeah. there's a big gap there, but it's mm. coming good. Mm. Now, I was uh, 97 kilos when I left the New South Wales Police in 2020. Yeah. Um, because I was, you know, even though I was suffering severe depression during my best time in the police, maybe a year or two prior before, you know, yeah. injuries got better of me, uh, I was 89. Yeah. Wow. Um, wow. But then depression came in mm. after I was medically discharged and I began to put on weight. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just after I'd retire, I find out that I've got this you know, uh, liposarcoma in my arm. And, you know, from there I started, it was a downhill spiral. And as you know, I'm losing weight now, but I'm still 110 plus kilos. I've always been a solid guy, but it's not good for me. And um, three things that knock me around. A, looking at myself in the mirror. Yeah. Two, lack of sleep. 
Yeah. And three, overeating because I just had nothing else to do. I Not, couldn't yeah, get yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Ter- terrific. Yeah. It's, I'm glad you're bringing this up. Yeah, I, mean, I, I just, I, you know, I, I still look at myself in the mirror yeah. and I think to myself, Jesus Christ, Tony, what have you done to yourself? Where you know, have like you gone? I, yeah. I used to be so fit and, and you know, I've, I've got 57 <laughs> now, so the greys are catching up with me. But the mm-hmm. thing was that, you know, I used to be so motivated and turned on to go to work. You know, every day was an adventure in the cops. And in between that, I'd write my books, you know, and, and uh, you know, like it was, I, I always had something to strive for. Yeah. And then it was just one thing after another and, and I was crashing and burning, you know, and like I've got a mate, and I'm sure you might be listening, Ian Borland, a, a former high-ranking police officer. Um, you know, he, he, uh, he was very lucky to survive. He was shot and he was also stabbed in the wow. police and... Um, I mean, serious stuff. I mean, yeah. how he's alive today, I don't know. But a lovely mm-hmm. bloke and, and a truly inspirational man. And, you know, and um, I got quite a lot of police who I still keep in contact mm-hmm. with. But I, I then started to realise that, you know, as bad as things can be and as it flat as I was, yeah. there could be a lot could be a worse. worse because mm-hmm. I tell you what, the old saying, you're a long time dead. Yeah, and, <laughs> you're a long time dead. Uh, yeah, and, oh, yeah. But, but I understand and... and this is the thing that I've always struggled with. Uh, when I was in the police, and I know we've been talking about COVID mm-hmm. and other issues, mm-hmm. but when we talk about men's mental health, I could never understand all the suicides I went to, and unfortunately mm. I went to so many. Yeah. Why do they do it? Yeah. What brings a person yeah. with a beautiful family, a, 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 a loving mates and friends, and you know, a home and everything that you want, what would bring them to the point of... Wanting to not see the sun rise once well, again. Well, I would say in one word what most men it is. It's it's, and I'd say ninety percent of why men do take their lives. Six out of seven deaths a day of men of, of suicide, uh, and that's and that's shame. Well, shame. tell me, fellas, what do we do about it? Look, I want to put another angle on it. Um, now, shame is a big issue. Mm. And, um, you know, shame is one of those silent sort of killers. I think you're, I think you're absolutely right uh, by naming that, Brad. And um, um, wh- what, can we, what can we do about it? Again, um, we find it very difficult to talk about our shame. Um, if I think about my sibs, my siblings, um, I'm one of six and I'm the eldest. Um, two of us are psychologically minded. The other four have great difficulty in uh, talking from a place of self-knowing. Right. Yeah? Yeah. Or or having psychological insight to their behaviour and that sort of stuff. So we grew grew up in in a family where you didn't talk that much about uh, feelings or or about um, (coughs) vulnerabilities or um, about the sort of more interesting philosophical um, aspects of sort of kind of living. Right. Um, So everything was uh, kind of factual information, um, and and knowledge uh, that was valued, yeah. But personal insight um, and the ability to talk about it yourself, you know, the flow of consciousness, yeah, um, was was entirely absent. And I, I was talking to you with a woman the other day, and she, um, you know, thirty year marriage. Um, she's saying to her husband, "I think I need time time away. I, I, want, I need to go for a long walk." Um, and what she's secretly hoping is that he kind of gets that she needs something. But he also needs to show up more, and he doesn't talk. You know, he's one of these dudes yeah. Yeah. Um, that yeah. um, he does things, yeah. um, but he never talks about himself. And she's hungry for that sort of relationship. Pining for it. So, yeah. so when I think about men's mental health, 
um, what I actually always um, uh, encourage a person is to tell me who you are. Yeah. And you know, I've had grown men cry. Uh, you know, that's the worst question you could ever ask. Ask me. How dare you ask that question? So they're either angry or they're devastated because they, they actually don't, don't know. They don't know. They haven't. You. They, they haven't. haven't, any they haven't idea of their identity. They haven't been allowed, if you like, to actually sink into well, what is going on for me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, certainly. There's, yeah. there's an old saying, isn't it? That, 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 that men feel either mad, bad, or, or sad. sad. Yeah. <laughs> and there's no and, and there's no other terminology available to express something. Um, and uh, mad, bad, and sad are pretty loaded sort of descriptors, aren't they? There's no joy. There's no uh, elation. There's no excitement. It's mad, bad, and sad. And if any when of those you, are ever pushed, then we use our anger, don't we? And then, then we use our anger. So if men are largely mad, bad, and sad, no wonder we're getting you know, seven or eight suicides a day. Mm. Because well, okay. we're, yeah. we're brought into a narrative um, that has shrunk a, a men's sense of themselves or reality mm. and permission mm. to be in the world. Mm. Now... Um, I'm not going to say that society has done that because we we all co-create everything around ourselves. Mm. But I think we've got to do some big waking up um, yeah. to encourage men to take a, a deeper stock of themselves and actually seek a person or a, a method to be able to start reflecting on themselves. I'm working with a young fellow over in Melbourne. He's suicidal. So at the moment, um, he is uh, he, he writes to me every day, so he's keeping a diary. Wow. Um, he's uh, writing poetry about what he's experiencing. Um, and And then he's, and then, you know, a session a week on Zoom. So um, keeping a handle, <laughs> yeah, keeping a handle on his um, unfolding and being able to, to, in a sense, keep winnowing through the despair and highlighting... Uh, the, the new growth points, the new the exceptions to the despair, and I guess he can express those, or that let's just say, for example, shame or that sad, bad, yeah, yeah. through his poetry, yeah, absolutely, because it's like a third dimension for him to express that, isn't it, or yeah. or, or another way of self, really? Yes, and it also externalizes the despair onto the page, so you can look at it. Yeah, yeah, that's. First, That's profound, man. That's yeah, awesome. It's wonderfully said and, and so yeah. true. I, I can say, and without fear of retribution, that um, I remember saying to my ex-wife once, and she's not listening, so it doesn't matter, and she wouldn't <laughs> care anyway. Um, when I was in the police, I came home, and I'd been in a, a violent... It was a very violent night. I had blood mm. on my shirt and all that yeah, stuff when sure. I got home, and which was sometimes it happens it's just yeah, the way yeah, life is you know you usually just throw them out and, yeah. and uh, you tried to talk about it you're right and and the worst thing that ever happened to me um, and, I, and this does worry me it, it does come back she said emphatically and directly to me well if you don't like it leave mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's that, that sent shivers down my spine because I thought well, that'll close you up even more, wouldn't it? Well, the fact was, you know, when you're in a violent industry like mm. the police, mm. when you're in, it, it, it's imperative that you have some form of release. Some police will drink. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. police will gamble. play football, gamble. Yeah. Uh, others, others will use drugs to yeah. get by, you know. Um, sadly, of course, you can't be doing those sort of things, no. particularly the drugs, of course, yeah. but... The sad fact is that if there's no release, 
you turn to what's easy, mm, you know, yeah. and mm. and uh, opening a bottle of scotch or mm. going play the pokies or yeah. Yeah. or oh, it just get, knows taking, everything, doesn't it? It's yeah, 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 so it's all it away from it, and, well, and we are so good at it as opposed to women. Really, we are at doing yeah. that. Yeah, well, we we do. We just like just put the shutter down, yeah. lock it, walk mm. out the door. And, and, and it's it's almost like you know you've come okay five o'clock time to shut down okay we're going home now but on our what happens with us is sometimes we don't come back yeah 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 that's yeah. the terrible thing yeah. you know I, I looked going back what I said before mm. I this is this, people must find this crazy and I know people who have been in my situation or work in emergency services or people like our friend here would understand after having dealt with it for so long, yeah. or you yeah. having been in the exact same situation. Yeah. I used to look at someone who was had committed suicide. Yeah. Um, and I'd, and I'd uh, you know, of course, you, you, you arrive at the scene and sometimes yeah. it was chaotic. Sometimes, mm. you know, it was the person said, look, he's just in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'd go in and, and I'd, you know, you'd do what you had to do. And and, and sometimes, because until the... the you know, the detectives arrived or something. You'd just be looking at this, the deceased and thinking, what Why? on earth made you Ought do this? this. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. How could you do this to yourself? Mm. And some of them were the most violent ways to end their lives. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, many times, you know, unfortunately, uh, three sisters in places like yeah, that, you yeah. know, it was just a catastrophic. Mm. And, mm. you know, you... I, I, I contemplated it so much and then, you know, there was many times I came home from shifts um, and just looked at my kids asleep. They would never know this. broke down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's many. Yeah. I, I broke down sometimes just mm. cro- on the way home. Yeah. Which is probably how I got a couple of red light camera finds because I was... You're just in another world. In another world. Mm. And, and, you know, I don't think, you know, uh, like some police can keep it together throughout mm. their entire career. They might have 30 years and not blink an eye yeah but then there will always be one situation that will come and bite them on the backside yeah that'll wake them up their light bulb moment yeah a light bulb moment and why that happens i don't know but you know we the old common theory is our cup is is overflowing you know Mm, everyone mm, says the mm. cup is overflowing i'm not so sure i think that i think that um you know yeah the cup's overflowing but there's something there deep in the mind that triggers a human being to go and yeah. make the ultimate sacrifice of their own life. Yeah. Um, you know, without even contemplating yeah. what they're leaving behind. Yeah, so I think well, that's... We'll, the, we'll see, in, in a lot of situations, and, and mine included, was I, I, I honestly felt I was doing doing everyone a favour, you know, when, when I decided to, to make mm-hmm, my, mm-hmm, one of my mm-hmm. attempts. But, you know, upon the last eight years since you know, my attempt of suicide, I've done a lot of reflection on things and, and it's, it's, it's great that you're discussing this, Tony, because, and, and I, I put it to you guys, I, I sort of look back and I thought, when was I at my happiest? What, where was I in my life? Or, and you know what? I, it was some of the team sports I was in, the, mm. my mates in the cricket. Yep. Or when I, was, when I was playing golf with my mate Dave Potter and Spud Carroll or, you know, those or my old man were good moments and then as I was sort of reflecting through all of this I've realized all of those things all of those times when I was at my happiest wasn't when I won the Melbourne Cup trifecta of 14 grand or whatever back in 2004 
it was a nice day at the pub. But all of those times had one thing in common. I was active. Absolutely. I was playing golf. Wow. I was playing soccer. I was playing footy. And, and I, I, I have no doubt with you, Boaster, with your badminton. Come on in, Ron. I have no doubt with you, Boaster, with your badminton that you, um, um, you know, that's, that's when you're at your happiest or one of the times you're at your happiest. And, and I have no doubt with you, uh, Locks, that when you're at work and you've got a really good partner that you're, you know, cruising around with and you go, great, I'm hooking up with Barry tomorrow again. I mean, I see the smile on your face. You're immediately going to that place. Well, I, I can, yeah, I, I can think of many circumstances where um, there was some, uh, you know, Bondi and a few other good blokes. They were good coppers that you could work with. Yeah. You, you were solid. Yeah. You know, uh, they had your back. You yeah. know that if you got into something, you know, nasty, which yeah. happened yeah. more yeah. often than not, you had good, strong blokes beside yeah. you and you could take control of the situation. Um, and you know there there was times, mate. I I, I was I'd, I'd I'd be driving yeah. and I'd see I'd just look at my badge on my arm and I'd think to myself, you know what, I'm proud to be a cop. You know, it's yeah. fantastic. Mm. And you know, you so you just kept going to get through the job. That's so important. Yeah, but then of course, then you get the situations where you know you get injured, and then you're off work for a while, and then you realise that you, uh, it's not the way it is. But it's the what it's what happens is you, you just become a number, mm. you know. Mm. And uh, mm. but you know that, that's just the way it is. It's a big, it's a it's a big, it's a big organisation. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it is. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, we got we got we got Ron in. Here. Hey, Ron, how are you, mate? Are you are you tuning in today? Here, this, this is Ron Green, the El Presidente here <laughs> at RBM. He's just uh, crashed the men's mental health show. Uh, Oh, you came in for your lead. Oh, okay, it was here. I saw that. I saw that. Well, mate, all the best. This is our last show of the year too. So, oh, is it? yeah, yeah, going to get go down and see uh, my father. I've got the kids this year for Christmas or Boxing Day. Yeah, so lovely. Oh, really? Yeah, but Merry Christmas, Ron, and back thanks. Next year? Huh? Yeah, back next year. Of course we are. I think you're better than ever. Yeah, the third Tuesday in November, uh, January. I think we're going to start back. Yeah, well, and, and he's a Panthers fan too. Yeah, Look at the beanie. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah, he's, he's not a Panthers fan. He's a Panthers fanatic. He's a mad. He's bloody <laughs> mad. Boy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. Oh, he, he even goes for them when they weren't winning. Yeah, I was well, talking about the uh, the Queensland tragedy. Yeah, ah, oh, that is devastating. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah the, what's happened up there? That, that's yeah. You, you know, the worst part. The worst part was that they were lured there yeah. by obviously just like the other guy a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. they were they were lured there um, from a request from the New South Wales Police from Dubbo. So these guys had set it up perfectly. Wow. The guy was up there. Obviously, they decided to do this a long time yeah, ago. They went there looking for missing. Yeah, yeah, which is one of the blokes who was one of the gunmen, and so it was a it was a complete ambush. It was set up perfectly to. to but these officers, you know, were shot, and then they just walked up to them and executed them on the ground. You know, and the bravery of the two officers that managed to survive around, was incredible. But they now say the sergeant who brought sixteen police with him. Um, and they managed to retrieve the deceased and get the injured officers, including the poor man who was also shot dead. For, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, to get, it, it's yeah. not just, it wasn't just a shooting. This was a complete, uh, yeah. this was just an terrible. Yeah. It was an execution, yeah. yeah. It doesn't happen, doesn't it? No, no it doesn't yeah. even happen in America like that. You yeah. know, this was well yeah. coordinated yeah. and they knew exactly what they were doing. Cold-blooded killers. And, you know, this again, 
we go back to men's mental health. You know, what yeah. the hell was going through, through their mind, mind to yeah. want to go and do such yeah. a heinous act? Mm-hmm. Um, and and, uh, and uh, it's f- I've seen uh, and I talk about my mate Ian Borland, uh, what he's had to face, you know, and many other police. Yeah. But I, I've seen a man who wanted to kill me one and one, and wow. and it, it's um, I, I couldn't. But, but I imagine never leaves you. It never leaves me, but uh, the thing is, you know, he was a dead man walking while my firearm was at him. <laughs> and and, mm-hmm. and the, the sad situation is that the devastation that, even though I survived that, the, dev- the devastation, it, it, it yeah, comes back every month. Yeah. Once a month, that yeah. whole scenario will come back into me, you know, like... Okay. Uh, yeah. I think we've talked about this before, yeah. you know. And well, Ron, Ron's a fiery. You know? Yeah, he's well, been in the he's been a real fiery now for many years. So well, I'm sure he's I got, worked yeah. worked very closely with fireys. They were yeah, great. But it doesn't yeah. matter. I mean, you guys are, do a fantastic job. It doesn't matter. You're yeah. still saving lives and property. Oh, he's still been in the he's been on the front line for the last <laughs> you know twenty years up here, mate. He's, yeah. break, yeah, <coughs> I, I know what you mean. Yeah, certain things that happen. Yeah, I have, and it, and, and will trigger mm-hmm. and will trigger and and it's. Um, you know, like our mate Christian, you know, he's been in a yeah. paramedic for 23, 24 years. And, uh, you know, um, I don't know how, I can't speak for Christian, but, you know, it, it, it would be starting to wear him down a little bit because... Yeah, he's, well, he's, he's been quite open about, you know, what well, that's he does. the secret too, because but, he can talk. But Well, that's yeah, right. Yeah, and, yeah, but, you know, yeah, and there yeah. is a perfect point because it goes yeah. back to everything you first said is why. Yeah. There's a guy that... He doesn't just work on himself. He will work on his marriage. He works on his job. He works on his hobbies. And he's constantly maintaining the hygiene of all of those um, areas or aspects in his life. Yeah. And, and he's a fitting example, really. Let's, let's be, be honest. And same with Bodhi. Of, of, well, of is the rewards, yeah. the rewards you get. I mean, you look at Bodhi at seventy-three. Come on, that's as you say, he's, he's preserved to sixty-three. Let's be honest. Oh, look, he he's does. Fit. He's, he's done well. He's yeah. fit. He's still bloody good looking. He's still got all his hair. Um, <laughs> he does look like the wizard. He's no, but, but he. I, no, I'm, I, I correct you there. He looks like. Captain Cook, <laughs> with, the, with the ponytail. Yeah, if you put him, you put him in you know, some garb, Captain Cook garb, and I will tell you what, you've got a recreation there oh, of Cookie. one of our greatest founders. Yeah. Oh, the boast has got the new name of Cookie. Yeah, Cookie. Uh, yeah, Captain but, Cook. But but let's get back to that, and that is that it it is constant, and it's something we we try to encourage people here through the show. And I am certainly no example of what to do because I have my moments all the time but he's just maintaining that hygiene he's just working on it you know it's like it's like your car mm. you know as mm. most mm. men they're not going to let the car go over 10,000 k's and, and, and let it go without a service want to make a bet. But, but we will we will do that to ourselves Maybe. we will we will yeah. let ourselves go well and truly overdue before yeah, we yeah, service yeah. those things and and I, I, I firmly believe if we work on those areas if we work on those areas of of, of um counseling or therapy or, or talking and 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 diet and 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 exercise your life changes dramatically he's, he's just looking now at a copy of our new rugby league book we just put out uh 25 incredible years of the nrl 
Oh, right, yeah. Hey, so this is this is your book. Let's give it a plug here, actually. This yeah, is, I, we, we've this just... Is 25, 25 incredible years of the NRL. I've just published that. Will and, Evans uh, and Tony Adams, yep. and, and you you published it. For yeah, it. published it. I selected all the pictures and uh, uh, did a few of the captions, but the most part, the boys did the work, and it was a lot of hard work. Will, uh, Nick Tedesco to too. Oh, you want me to read it? <laughs> it actually goes right up to this year, 2022, and wow. uh, even up to Des Hasler's sacking. So... <laughs> Wow. So there's uh, nearly two thousand. I'm a manly fan. Yeah, there's nearly two thousand images in it. It's yeah. uh, a huge book, beautifully yeah, presented. Uh, yeah. Peter Valandis has done the forward for us. Panther Peter. power prevails in strange new world. Hey, was that? Well, there we were talking about. That'll the do you, Ron. Yeah, we were yeah. Strange yeah. new world. Yeah. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. No, I said that'll do you. Yeah. He's always having a go, mate. I, I don't. You know, my team's manly. Are we even in the competition next year? I don't know, but if I were you, I'd be having a good, long, hard look at yourselves. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We we actually dealt what about with these double standards. Well, no, we dealt with manly. the controversy in, of the in, rainbow. Yeah, oh, but, but come on. Well, let me tell you how we dealt with it. We put a picture of the young bloke who made his first grade debut with right. his family after the match. And a picture of young Fulton getting absolutely smashed on the field. So we didn't. We, we so what we tried to do is whilst we shit on manly. No, well, look, what we tried to do is we didn't want to we didn't want to touch on that controversy. Yeah, you know, okay. uh, we yeah. thought that the best way to deal with that was to you know. Uh, elevate a young bloke who managed to get into first grade and score a try on the first occasion. Okay, you know? yeah, great. And then yeah. put the fact that the young Fulton made his debut, you yeah. know, part of a legendary family. Yeah. And we left it at that. Yeah. The, 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 it's a wonderful book. It's 436 yeah. pages. Yeah, Peter I, mate, I tell you what, she's, she packs a few kilos too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, uh, it's about four kilos, but yeah. it's um, hardback. Peter Volandi's done the forward. Jonathan Thurston's Thurston, done yeah. the un- afterwards. Where can so, we get a copy of this, mate? Well, uh... <laughs> I was just about to say, we also have a book on Gary Rush called Rushy coming out, which is a, okay. a book, uh, autobiography, illustrated autobiography, and Gary Rush, the sprint car driver. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, with the COVID issues in China, our printing and shipping was, has been held up. Uh, although the rugby league books have just landed, um, unfortunately, the Gary Rush book is still sitting uh, on a container ship just off the coast of... Shenzhen, I think so. Oh. Uh, there's nothing we can, there's hundreds of ships that yeah. are all floundering at the moment, waiting to come to port or go. Um, but it, it, we should have copies next week, so okay. um, just before Christmas, whether we'll get to the shops or not, I don't know. But uh, if you go to fullthrottlepublishing.com.au yeah, right. uh, early next week, we should be able to organise to get those books to as many as we possibly can before Christmas. Uh, I know Peter Wynn will have some. Uh, well, we'll take a heap down to Peter Wynn. Yeah. He's been a great supporter of all my rugby league books and that. So, well, to, yeah. when you when you do get that information, put a yeah. post up on the Men's Mental Health Show oh, Facebook absolutely. page because yeah. that's linked in with a lot of other men's groups or yeah. men fraternity yeah. Uh, yeah. things. So that'll go quite wide. So yeah. I think we're linked into about thirty two other um, things with Craig well, Ball yeah. and, and you know yeah. the lucky the, the uh, RBN. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, the lucky thing for me is I, I have something to occupy my time. You know, I, yeah. I publish these books. I just work up here from Lura and yeah. my house in Lura. And, uh, um, you know, it, it, it keeps my mind ticking over and, you know, yeah. keeps silly thoughts away. And Yeah. Um, well, I've got... That's a fantastic... Uh, okay, see you, Ron. All the best, mate. That's my lead-in. Um, you know, we were talking about Christian mm. and... Um, um, 
his um, ability to reflect and to be able to talk mm. and that he places value on all his experiences like his mm. relationship mm. Um, his relationship to his kids yeah. um, his work his interests his hobbies his climbing his fitness um, he's a very active agent in all of that yeah. and, w- and, w- and I think w- you know for men who are think- listening to us today um, if you think about well-being it comes from self-knowledge from a self-knowing and, w- and when you sit and start describing either to yourself or someone else what is happening for you, what you're doing is recognizing the experience of something, then you're sitting in it and digesting it. So what does this mean for me? What does it mean for today? What might it mean yeah. for tomorrow? So you're digesting. Yeah. Um, and then you're also integrating um, the experience so you can talk from it to others. Yeah. So that's a wisdom path mm. because you become mm. not full of facts, but you've come out of digested experience, and that's why um, you know uh, all of us here, yeah. um, you know, have some capacity to offer something out. Our breath yeah. is deepened by our willingness to go deeper. Yeah. So, yeah, well and you know, good, this is what they call <laughs> cultural perpetuity. Yeah. When your breath is deep and your words are deep, you're feeding the community ahead yeah. of you, um, so they gr- create a depth, and that's uh-huh. cultural work. That is. Yeah, that's depth in the culture. I love it. The other thing that I say to uh, (laughs) men who are listening and you're wondering about, well, I'm not sure about going to see a therapist, you can do a couple of things here. You can find a mentor. Yeah. You can plug into some podcasts and listen to other people describe their experience of recovery in whatever area that you're interested in. Look for your elders. Look for your elders. Yeah. Start reading a book, for God's sake. Yeah. You know, and um, equip yourself in the in the art of reading and read good books that reflect deeply on life. Go to YouTube. There's thousands of really interesting speakers yeah. who have put together good stuff mm. on mm. YouTube to yeah. explore. We've been talking a lot recently of Jordan Peterson. Of Jordan Peterson, one example. Do your own journaling. Start writing. Mm. Um, and wh- however you want to capture your experience, whether it's through art or sculpture or clay work or plasticine, that doesn't matter. Um, start developing that creative aspect of yourself. Um, if you're unemployed, find, a vol- find some volunteering. Do some volunteering. Yeah, yeah. You'll open up to a whole community out there. If you're living on your own yeah. um, and you're unemployed and you've got no network around you, um, uh, you I'm, I'm pretty sure that you're uh, reasonably unhappy. Well, so, that's, that's how I started doing this show. Okay. That's how I started uh, doing it. I was unemployed and the I wanted... volunteering. Yeah. 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 Um, so... There are a number of things that we, um, uh, that what, what we can do to, to look after ourselves. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean having to sit in a therapist's office. Yeah. Um, but if you're doing all these things I've just suggested, if you ever do stand in front of a therapist, you've done some pre-digesting work. Yeah. Yeah? Uh-huh. You've done some work. You started to grow up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and what, started, what I can tell you... You started to grow up. You started to grow up. What I can tell you is I, I've done all this. I had to do this path. Yeah. Um, and the pleasure that's come to me in self-knowledge, um, I cannot tell you how valuable that has been for me. And there's no price I can put on it. Without it, I wouldn't be here today. Mm. Mm. And it's given me a, a basis for um, a meaningful existence yeah. in this world. Yeah. And that pleases me well, I have to tell you. So listeners, if you're mm. out there and you're wondering what to do, 
um, I, um, then take some steps mm. to your taking charge, taking hold, and starting to do your growing up work. For me, that, great one. Ah, oh, superbly <laughs> said. You know, like, and you you can't encapsulate it any better than that. Uh, for me, simply as someone who still suffers, as you do, Spiller, mm. it, it every day is a new adventure for me now. Yeah, every that's day, a wonderful outlook, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every day is a yeah. new adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a book uh, called uh, "Brothers on the Field: Indigenous Australians and Rugby League" wow. uh-huh. being worked on at the moment. Wow. I have the Great War and Landscapes and There's Images. There's some inspiration. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The Great War and Landscapes and Images. So yeah. I've got a. Um, uh, another motorsport magazine, uh, motorsport magazine being done, and a drag racing one. The 50, yeah, yeah, 50 yeah. years of Andra, yeah. um, and slowly but surely, I'm pushing that trauma away. Right, wow. it will always come back for yep. the rest yep. of my life. I know yep. that, but yeah. you know, my daughter now plays for Nepean Reps. Uh, I have another daughter who's going into year eleven. They're both gorgeous girls, and they love their dad, and I. I, I don't own a home I'm renting and it's yeah, getting yeah. they're putting the rent up again you know don't know what Rain and Hort are thinking but mm, yeah. I, I don't know just talk about making things harder for everybody yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. bringing out that's tough you know well that's unnecessary we've talked about this unnecessary all, pressure it? on people it's yeah, yeah, not yeah, needed yeah, yeah, anyway, but anyway the, yeah I know that's just ridiculous but anyway yeah. I have to live with that um, but you know at the end of the day you've got to believe in yourself mm. you've got to believe that uh, the future is going to be good, you know. Yeah. To hear the birds and the wind through the trees and mm-hmm. feel the heat of the sun and hear your children's laughter and it's getting in the moment. Just, yeah. just yeah. it's the little things yeah. sometimes yeah. that make your life worth worthwhile. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. running your feet through the water on the edge of the ocean, yeah. or, or yeah. just looking at those these beautiful blue mountains every afternoon. Yeah when they turn the most glorious colours of yeah. red and orange and that. You know, nature's given us some wonderful, some wonderful things to enjoy uh, and some rottenness too, don't get me wrong. But Jesus, it's not this, a bad this, life This is we the have. practice of if gratitude. For it. Exactly. This is the practice exactly. of gratitude I've heard yes. You, yes. you talk about, yeah. Lox, and yeah. it's wonderful to hear you speak yeah. like this. Yeah. It is, yeah. mate, yeah. you know, because, you know, with... Uh, everything that you've carried and you still carry yeah. uh, from the trauma of you know PTSD, of, but to be able to do that because that's simply what life's about—just moments—and to get into that moment and to appreciate those those things mm. is so incredibly powerful, mate. So it kudos, is, brother. Kudos. My, my, my daughter hadn't cuddled me for a long time, Liana, wow. my youngest daughter, yeah. and the other day she got up out of the seat. She'd played soccer that day. And came up and just snuggled up to me and put her head on my shoulder and I put wow. my arm around her. And I said to myself, how can I make this moment last forever? Mm. So I just ran my hand over her shoulder and tapped yeah. her arm and yeah. she snuggled in. And I said, you haven't done this for so long, Liani. She goes, I just needed to, Dad. Wow. And I thought, <laughs> yeah, and I just... Bloody special, eh? It was special, special, but yeah. I thought, how does that, how do I take that... Yeah. Yeah. to the end of my life yeah, 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 when yeah. I have that final breath and I think of those special moments yes. and you know I, I know we can't all have uh, a good death yeah. you know, yeah, some, yeah. it's just not going to happen for yeah. everyone yeah. but I'd like to think mm, when that mm, last mm, bit of light mm, mm, is yeah. in our eyes that 
all those beautiful moments come flashing Absolutely. back and yeah. takes you to the next yeah. place. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And I want to give a shout out to your daughters. Um, Absolutely. To, to keep them hold on, on to you. Because so often, um, you know, when mums and dads finish up, that sometimes the children struggle to actually hold on to dad yeah. um, and, uh, com- um, and somehow rather feel obliged to actually sort of be mum's confidant or something mm-hmm. or a special friend or whatever. And I just think it's, uh, it's, it's a conscious act of insight and love to be able to move between mum and dad easily and freely, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, you know, um, uh, be- because you come from both of you. Mm. And um, you know the, the smart girls too, um, yeah. um, and you're a smart man to have facilitated to have created the space in which they could lean into you. And the same as my two adult boys too, you know. But I tell you what, this year we owe both of you guys an enormous uh, gratitude because throughout COVID and throughout all the trauma that our communities have been facing, you two mm. have been there for men like myself and for Christian and. For so many other oh, people that you, I know, mate. and I don't, I don't ever underplay the role you guys play because you, believe it or not, I reckon there's fellas out there that um, were, as I wrote in Facebook this morning, teetering on the edge, mm-hmm. but you've pulled them back, and oh, uh, and I'm no doubt that uh, you two are very special, and yeah, I'm looking you. forward to coming back a lot more too. And uh, mate, I, 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 this, yeah. this, is, this is a show that should be on mainstream radio, yeah, because. The dynamics here are yeah. terrific, and this is what people wanted to listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we got the, the most intellectually he's a brilliant mind, isn't he? Brilliant mind sitting yeah. here he's next he's to Bodhi. us. Yeah, Bodhi incredible. is brilliant, yeah. and and me, well, I, I can only come from life, life experience. I'm not a narrator like this man, yeah. and you, you just let us, you follow the follow the flow, and you know we can have some laughs. And uh, I tell you what, if there's a chance we take this somewhere else yeah. to a, a bigger audience, but stay with these guys yeah. here. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think that I think this deserves to go nationally yeah. because it's not just a Blue Mountains thing here. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, I, look, you know, mental health is worldwide. Yeah, yeah and, and Craig Beachy, who's who's one of the sponsors from yeah. all manufacturing personnel, said the same thing. And he's, yeah. you know, and maybe that's something we look at next year. I mean, I've spoken to a few people. I've spoken to Gus Wallen and the likes of things. But, um, you know, the great thing is we've got this over 30, 32 podcast platforms. I think last count over 20 countries from, mm. um, you know, from where I've noticed people have listened in from. And um, it, it's... It's wonderful to see the momentum of listeners increasing on a, on a week-to-week basis. Mm. Um, some of the platforms allow me to see how many listeners we've had, some comments, um, and they're all positive so far to date. I, I, you know, I'm I'm the furthest thing from a perfect man. I'm I'm about as flawed as you can get, but it's all about oh, I'm not far you know, behind. I, well, I, and 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 I accept that, but I learned so much from having guests such as yourself such as Christian Mortensen and all the other guests that have joined us this yeah. year, including, you know, the likes of local councillor Susie Van Ockdorf, yeah. who's just a wonderful, yeah. wonderful Excellent lady. Person, yeah. But it, without this bloke here, it really, I don't think I'd be able to do a lot of the things we do because we can sort of fall back with Bodhi's experience of um, being a psychologist, but he also, too, talks himself. Um, and and talks about his own journey and his own mistakes or his own teachings uh, and and I think that's what makes this show so authentic. So yeah. it's very kind of you to say that and thank you, mate. No. But I, I wanted to to ask you this because I mention this every week when Bodhi brings in a poem 
And I'm prepared to, when we get some money back in from Mounties, to kickstart it off. Bodie's got, there'd be 100 poems. I'd love it if you'd publish a book of poetry well, from Bodie. I, I, I tell and you I'll what, look after the I'll tell you what, not only am I going to donate some money to this program <laughs> Just as a sponsor... <laughs> Um, because men love my books. Yeah. My books are, sorry ladies out there, but I know a lot of ladies love them too, but my rugby league books and my motor racing books yeah. and the First World War and all the other books I'm doing and have done in the past are, you know, for all intents and purposes, centred towards a male population. Yeah. Though it's fantastic, so many women love them too. Yeah. And I know to, Mate, please and don't get upset with me, ladies. They're a class. They're, class. they're a beautiful book. They're as good as anything in the world. Yeah. And um, But, you know, like, uh, I, I know, you know, that my books give, bring pleasure to people. Yeah. And that's part of a healing process in any time of day. So, yeah. um, no, I'm going to be putting some sponsorship towards you. And I think oh, thanks, you thank definitely you. deserve it. And, um, you know, I, I, I just think that if, if, if we can perhaps maybe give something away each week. I'll match what you put in and we'll put it towards publishing some poetry for Bodhi. Because it, there are a lot, most of the poems that I've heard him, uh, which is some he, he gets from other areas. There was one that we had the other week. And even if it's not from you, Bodhi, um, to include some of these poems uh, that are uh, from other uh, poets. But, you know, they're all about mental health. They're all about, a lot of them are about his own experiences or about his own teachings. Well, I, I, I guarantee you right now, Bodhi, I will do that for you. Every book I've ever yeah. said I was going to publish, I'll do. Wonderful. And even if it's just a little paperback. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, with some nice images, mixing it up in between, yeah. you know. Wouldn't that be something? Um, I, I think... Uh, going by what he said today um, yeah. is certainly the catalyst for a, a, a beautiful publication. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's something that you can just put in, have by your side, and if you, you know, you need that little bit of a pickup. Mm. Yeah. Look, reading poetry for me, thoughts. for me has been it's just a wonderful uh, uh, experience of um, it's it's language that's expressed in a, in a way that causes you to sit back and go, wow. Mm. That's either enchanted me or I've got no idea what that person is saying, but somehow or other I felt I had to actually read those words again and again <laughs> and again. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's what poetry does is it, it, it re-enchants yeah. our relationship to the world and to all... I mean, most poetry is about either about love, tragedy, um, wonder and awe, adventuring, um, heroes, heroines, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, um, people describing something that's happened to them that's been incredibly meaningful. So I love that. Yeah. I want to finish with a, um, a, a, a last poem here. It's from the Tao Te Ching, the Tao. And it's three verses. Right. And it's, the theme is emptiness. 30 spokes meet in the hub, but the empty space between them is the essence of the wheel. Pots are formed from clay, but the empty space within is the essence of the pot. Walls with windows and doors form the house, but the empty space within is the essence of the home. So what I'm actually sort of playing with here is that let's, let's think about emptiness for a while as well. Mm. That means that we can step away from our busyness and sit in stillness for a while. So don't be full of facts. Seek wisdom and stillness. Do some mind emptying. 
So empty your mind so you're still as your imagination then begins to drift. Uh, let go of old story, old grievances. Um, fill spaces uh, in your life mindfully mm. and lovingly. And last, travel light, travel slow, ah. travel together. <laughs> Absolutely. Beautifully you said. Know, it, I, I mean, we, don't, we don't really need to talk about this now, but I, like you read that poem and then maybe like at the end of the poem, what, what it means or what it comes... Mm -hmm. I mean, because anyone can take that poem and go, oh, that means something to me. It's like, it's art, you know. Like, mm -hmm. I can look at a, 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 an abstract picture and say, oh, that means this, and you can go, no, oh, that's a bloody jet ski in the water, and I'll be, what? It's, it's, it's in the eye of the beholder or the listener in, in this case. But it would be a lovely thing that if it, uh, at the end of some of your poems you, you say why or where and who and, and explain why... It, it, you know, I don't know. I just think this is a pretty exciting time. Well, well, I, I love I, you to do it, mate. I mean that. It's, when we do this, years. we will do this. Yeah. I think that is paramount. Yeah. I think yeah. to because not often do you get a, a, a book on poetry where at the bottom there's an explanation. There's an explanation behind, behind you know, why you chose this yeah. poem. What impact does it have on you? Yeah. What yeah. can this do for others yeah. who perhaps need some form of reinforcing yeah. in their life? You know. So I, I think it's a great idea. And Absolutely. It doesn't have to be a big book, but no. it could be a book that can just sit there when you want to have a bit of a read I and wonder, you want some wisdom in your life, yeah, away you yeah. go. I wonder if he does. I mean, he, uh, one of my favourites is, is, is one, uh, well, there's two of Bodie's poems I love. Still I Rise is, is uh, but that's not your actual no, poem. That's, that's, uh, that's Angelo. Yeah. 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 Yep. But I wonder if you got in that book of tricks there, the one emotion you know the anger poem that oh, you, no, uh, I haven't, I haven't because, got it well yet, but, man it, it um, is an absolute bobby dazzler it's yes. a cracker of a poem you know um yeah and, and it's, it still sits with me today I, mean, I think you've got another one here there's another one here in this poem i wrote this in july 1919 and it's called sediment and sentiment i thought you said you're only 73 yeah 1919 <laughs> I was going to say we'd be seeing ashes to ashes and dust to dust to dust. Take a book writer to see that. That's yeah, great. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. okay. Grains of this and that. Thoughts, feelings, whimsy. Grit, sand, clay upon which a mountain begins its day. A riverbank, a riverbed, a slow arising to shape and shadow. Layers to please a discerning eye. Memory must seek a holding for an eye and a slab of self. Memories, contingent on accretion, resurrect, flooded with deposits of meaning. Without sediment or sentiment, there is no song to sing out landscape. The tug of song and ochre. No poetry in a hardened heart. Water scours the rind of desiccated belief. Softening the warrior meme, returning men to an insole dance, thrumming away the prior times. In this moment, women and men, the best in us, seeking the pearls of freedom buried in the clay and grit of our living time. Signposts of that gone before, lodged in the hippocampus, 
like a potamus in deep water, full of rage and resistance, mm -hmm. clinging to old story or ossified, a troll caught in the light. Tis hard work delving into the silt and sludge of the pastimes. Meaning-making, enlivening, reworking sentiment and sediment. The ropes that demark the sexes sundered. What now to bind our hearts, sinew, senses, seek, sensu sensual seeking of each other. The layering of agreement, the whispered assent. <laughs> Settlement. Sediment and sentiment. <laughs> and sentiment. Yeah. And see, with those poems, because they're written from yeah, his personal thoughts, mm. the explanation at the end yeah. for the average person, mm. why he came up with these words and what they truly mean to him, yeah. uh, will cap it off perfectly. You know, yeah, and uh, so. a little bit of an intro. We might even get more to, uh, to do a couple of illustrations. We could do a caricature of the wizard here. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Cook. Hey, Captain, Captain Cook. Cook. We can we can dress him. That is awesome. We're gonna put, we're gonna make him look. My like Mary and the Aboriginal mates will be going. Oh, we're we're pulling Cookie we're down. Pulling. <laughs> yeah. Well, they won't like that too much. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's been a it's been a wonderful year, uh, uh, Loxo. Thanks, man. It's uh, it's always a pleasure having you on, and you know, looking forward to to having you back. We might get you. Um, in the beginning of February, if you're, you're up for it, I know, uh, you, well, yeah. I know you're always up. But always up for it, mate. Yeah, and but the most important thing is you've got my support. And uh, cheers, mate. I, I think you. I think Thank next you. year let's expand and let's give yeah. some books away each week. Yeah, you yeah, know, awesome, um, man. If someone wants to write us an email or letter, and, and yeah. we'll mm -hmm. pick out. You know, yeah, if the, they go to the, Men's Mental yeah. Health on Facebook, we've had a few people call in. Yeah, yeah. you know, that'd well, be lovely. You know, because as Bodie said, get yourself a book. It's a good way of doing it. Something like this is a great way to. Yeah. Well, these are these are beautiful yeah. books, and if you're particularly if you're a rugby league fan or a sports yeah. fan or motor yeah. racing fan or yeah. you're, you're interested in military history, there's some yeah. good stuff coming up. And uh, um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, maybe the extra little do the donation as a sponsor, mm. along with the others you may have, may yeah. give us that option to have someone answer the phones, and we can put them live on air. And yeah, yeah, we're taking a couple of calls this year. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it's a little it's a little difficult. I normally get people to call on the mobile phone so we just put that on the speaker because it's only one of the microphones can respond but understand unless, yeah yeah, oh, but yeah it's a great it's a great it's a great incentive but um but right you know thanks for making yourself vulnerable as well and and sharing your experiences because there's a lot of blokes out there that are, i'm sure can relate to to where you're at mate and mm. you know we, we love you mate we're part of the team and you know see what you're telling us tony is that your pathway to recovery um, is your story. Yeah. And um, we know it works and we know it heals and we know it grows yeah. um, consciousness and uh, you are an inspiration to men who are contemplating st about starting to make a difference mm. for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that goes back to Thanks. the very first thing you said, why? And, you, or, or, and then what can we do? Mm. So the, the action is mm. what, what you are doing, mm. what we are doing. Yeah, mm. that, that's... It might help one person, but that's, that's one more than yesterday. It's you all know? you could ever ask for. If yeah. you save one yeah. life or have one person who is thinking of teetering over that edge, mm. say, hey, mm. this is money. No way. I'm not going to – This is. there's got to be a better way. Mm. Then, yeah. then we've all succeeded, haven't we? Absolutely. Absolutely. So a big thanks to, to Mounties Group and also to all manufacturing uh, personnel, uh, recruitment and labour hire in the manufacturing industry. 
Uh, we'll put all those details up on the Facebook page. Um, huge thanks to you both. It's, it's been a, a wonderful, wonderful year. You haven't missed one show. Um, um, and also too, to all the other guests uh, that have joined us, um, there's so many. I, I, I um, you know who you are. It's uh, it's much appreciated. And and just remember, you know, going into this break, it's the time of the year just to just be a little bit more kind to yourself as well as Absolutely. one another. Um, you know, it's a wonderful thing, Christmas. If and I know so many of us, including myself, it's we sort of struggle a bit at this time of the year. But um, it's amazing uh, the amount of love that's out there. So keep giving it yeah. Yeah, nothing wrong with a man giving another man a hug yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. well I don't let you blokes in the room without one yeah. <laughs> and let's dig into what um, Tony you just said before um, uh, look look for the pearls of gratitude and let that infuse yeah. let that open your heart yeah yeah, yeah. What, a, what a great line what a great yeah. um, uh, thing because uh, gratitude costs nothing, but and you, you, everybody has had some experience that uh, they have gratitude for. Yeah, let that open your heart. Absolutely, like a flower opening to the sun. Wonderful, wonderful said. Uh, Lox, where can we get hold of your books, mate? Just uh, uh, tell us okay. again. Uh, fullthrottlepublishing.com.au. Fullthrottlepublishing.com.au. That's yeah. F-U-L-L-T-H-R-O-T-L-E dot com dot publishing p-u-b-l-i-s-h-i-n-g dot com dot au yeah the uh, 25 incredible years of the nrl will be up soon but uh that book uh look you, you'll see it yeah, yeah. it'll be on facebook and i'll, I'll pitch if, if you don't mind i'll put some images and a link to men's health by, yeah by all means yeah. and okay. and feel free to do that if you get yeah. stuck with it i uh, give me a call. I'll get um, the yep. lovely Claire to sort things out if we and need I, to. And I was going to say, uh, we are going to have a very big book launch for the uh, Great War in Landscapes and Images up oh, here. Yeah, where yeah. We're going to uh, illustrate or, or showcase some of Christian's amazing yeah. work that's within, wow. mm. including mm. some wonderful imagery, of course, from the First World War, artwork mm. as well. Mm. Mm. Um, so we're going to have a very special launch up here for the Blue Mountains community as well because, as yeah. you know, in World War One, Blue Mountains was heavily impacted. It's such as same yeah. with Penrith and other areas uh, mm-hmm. out these ways, because these t- the people of Lithgow and further out tend to be the ones who volunteered to go to war. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have a really nice book launch, and everybody will be welcome, including you, good gentlemen here. And uh, it'll be something uh, that um, again is, is is another group therapy yeah. session, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because th- th- those men who went through the First World War. They truly never had anyone to talk to, and uh, the trauma they went through. Well, that's a story for another show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. Well said. All right, guys, have a lovely Christmas. We'll Thank see you, you probably. Uh, I think it, it's probably the third Tuesday in uh, January. We'll be back, so it's a good four and a half week break. Um, and uh, thank you again to everyone. Also, too, to the lovely Claire that does our, our editing uh, for the podcast. Uh, we really appreciate everything you do for us here at the Men's Mental Health Show. And uh, love to you, boats. Love to you, Loxo. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, next year. Thank Look you. forward All to it. All the best. All the best. Okay, cheers.